I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. Today I'd like to share a story of faith. And I mentioned it on a previous episode, but today feels like a good day to share the parable of the sower, which is from the Bible, Matthew chapter 13. I'll start with the verses. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told many things in parable, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he scattered the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven have been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will ever be hearing but not understanding. You will ever be seeing, but not, never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Other, otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground 
refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. (laughs) So profound. I'm going to actually go back and read the beginning again, because now that that understanding of the parable has been shared, let's review the parable again. So Jesus said, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. So when Jesus explained this story, he is talking about faith. So the seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. There is a celebration, but no root of faith. That joy comes when they hear the word, but as soon as that word is not spoken and they're back in their normal lives, it's not strong enough. There's, there's only rocks. It's not rooted, so it falls away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of his life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. So in this situation, maybe there is some degree of faith. The plant grows, but it's growing among these thorns that choke the plant. And those thorns are the worries of life and the deceitfulness of wealth. So the plant is growing, but it's not... It's not truly a good foundation. There's not true faith. But when the seed falls on good soil, it refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. So this good soil is, to me, the open, faithful heart. 
the one who believes and demonstrates that belief in life. In this way, one is living in flow. Whatever happens, there's an underlying faith that it will work out, that there's a higher power controlling everything. And so there is no thorn that's choking it. The worries of life do not touch such a person. They're not encumbered by this deceitfulness of wealth. Money and materials are seen as just energy that are constantly circulating and flowing. That attachment does not exist. And this person is receiving the word with joy, but when trouble or persecution come because of the word, they don't fall away. They stand in the faith. They maintain the joy. They live joyfully. This is the good soil that creates the conditions where the blessings grow and multiply. This is true faith. I've said a number of times recently that faith and fear cannot coexist. Faith and fear cannot coexist. And if you think about that, it means the nature of fear is diametrically opposed to, to faith. It means that you're worried always that something bad is going to happen. But with true faith, that doesn't exist. There's a recognition that happenings are happening. But it's all for the higher good, the highest good. I was watching a really um, lovely episode of a podcast called The Diary of a CEO. And it was a conversation between a man who hosts the show named Stephen and his guest, Matthew, Matthew Hussey, I believe his name is. And toward the end, Stephen asks Matthew a question. He says, you know, if I could take away this chronic pain that you're experiencing, what would I take from Matthew? And Matthew says, you would take away my empathy, my humility, you would take away so much. This thing that was causing him daily pain, he realized that to lose that would be to lose all of these gifts. And then Stephen shared a statistic. There was a study done. I'm hoping I'm remembering the percentages right. <laughs> but people were asked if, if we could take away the darkest thing that happened to you but we would take with it all of the lessons and wisdom that you gained from it. Would you want that taken away? And something like 97% of the people said no. <laughs> that terrible thing had taught them so much, had given them so much wisdom, strength. Maybe it made them aware of their own resilience and determination, 
they did not want to lose the wisdom that they gained from that terrible thing. Think about that. Would you want the most terrible thing that happened to you taken away if you would lose the wisdom that you gained from it? Perhaps you're part of that 3% and that's okay. <laughs> it's just a recognition that these lessons are sometimes learned in uncomfortable ways. And Stephen made another point. He said, you know, what I realized for myself is that that lesson had to be learned. And if it wasn't that way, it would have been in another way, perhaps more painful. And I think it's true that these lessons come back to us until we get it. But if we stand in that faith, there's, there's really no space for fear. Because everything that comes, we just accept it. And sometimes the more faith you have, the more it feels like you're being challenged in that faith. <laughs> This is just an opportunity to stand more firmly, find more reasons to laugh and flow with life. I can speak from experience that <laughs> just yesterday I was making a travel arrangement and I made a mistake. The dates are non-refundable travel. And... I left it off as like Mercury retrograde, like, you know, <laughs> just things tend to start going crazy sometimes with the planets. I know I've been breaking things lately. And I, I just laughed about it. It's like, you know, it's going to work out. No matter what, just have to make the most of it, have to make the best of it. And just flow through it. This parable is so powerful because I think we, at different times, fall into different categories, right? Sometimes we don't have much faith on a thing. And even though we might feel that spark of joy in our, in our heart, it fades when a challenge comes. And that faith that felt so strong just a moment before suddenly is gone. <laughs> and then there are other times when our faith about something is very strong. It's that good soil. Because we have that strong faith, somehow those blessings multiply. Other times we think we have faith, but then our worry might choke out the faith that we had. To me, this parable is not a moment to sit in judgment of oneself. Of course, the ideal is to always be the embodiment of that good soil. But to recognize that sometimes 
we might not be there or be that. <laughs> so if a worry comes, if that sun starts shining, birds are coming, <laughs> the thorns are growing, you know, that worry, trouble, persecution, deceitfulness of wealth, if any of those things arise, fear, that is just an invitation to check the level of our faith. If any worry comes, that is an indication to us that we are not living in pure faithfulness. We're not the good soil in that moment. So we cultivate our faith through prayers of thanks, through meditation, mindful walking, whatever our practice is. Reconnect with the faith, with the higher, our highest self, with God. We ask for help. We release it. And we trust. When hard moments come, we can't even sleep sometimes because the worry is so great. I have personally asked angels to help me sleep in those moments. Reliving um, some of those moments in my current writing project and wow, it's like, yeah, I called on the angels to help me sleep. They helped and I slept and I woke up and the world began again. Let us learn from this beautiful parable Strengthen our faith, release trust, and have no fear or worry or stress. Know that all is happening for the highest good. And we flow through whatever is. We love what is in this moment. And then we are free. And of course, that is what I always wish for you. And I thank you so much for being here. Namaste.